Welcome to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense, deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all, this is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. And I'm so glad that y'all are listening today because I'm going to talk to you about something, of course, that's very, very important. Of course, everything I talk about is important. But today, uh, I'm going to talk to you about how to really stay true to yourself, how to stop trying to satisfy everyone else, and how to live an honest life. And for many of us, that seems to kind of come easy. Uh, You know, we're pretty comfortable in our skin. We're okay with our opinions. uh, And we're not really worried about what other people think. But for many of us, it's a challenge. Uh, We want to please other people. We want to be liked. We want to be accepted. But it's okay not to be. And I'm going to teach you and talk to you about that today. I remember when I won the role of Aunt Polly in my seventh grade play, Tom Sawyer. Yeah, we're going back a long time, but I have to talk about this because this was a defining moment in my life. I didn't win an Academy Award for my performance, uh, and only the students and their families attended. We had two shows, I remember that. But I was so excited to sing and act because it was something that I had never done before on, in, in front of such a large audience. I had acted, I'd take classes, and that was my gig. I loved it, but it wasn't uh, along this scale, so to speak. And I did my best 12-year-old impression of a woman, Aunt Polly, in her 30s, who was parenting her 10-year-old nephew, Tom Sawyer. I attempted to portray her personality as best as I could, based on nothing other than my adolescent assumptions of who I thought she was and what she'd most likely be doing in certain circumstances. I had no frame of reference uh, and I never knew a woman like her, especially one who encountered the kinds of frustrations that she did as she tried to teach her nephew how to behave and how to make choices. So I had to believe that I was Aunt Polly to fulfill my acting commitment, but I faked my way through the whole play. On stage, I became another person with a personality, with a different personality. But when I left the stage, scene after scene after scene, I was a 12-year-old little girl who entered virtual solitary confinement by all of her castmates who'd been and who had continued to uh, incessantly and endlessly bully me. It was a very, very strange experience to go on stage and have people receive you well and feel that you're in front of a whole bunch of strangers and you feel safe. But when you go back uh, behind the scenes with your so-called friends, you are about as unsafe as possible. But it was a welcome relief to be given permission not to be me at that point, especially with the bullying and all of that stuff. I got to pretend to be somebody else for a moment and it was a relief. But who was I really? when I wasn't playing this role on stage. Typically around 12, we're asking ourselves, who am I? Uh, You know, where is my place in this world? What's my purpose type of thing? How do I belong? And who was I really when I showed up as me off stage, pretending not to be affected by 
the really crappy quality of my life during seventh grade at that point. I think we all at certain points in our lives pretend to be someone we're not because we really don't have a clear sense of who we are and we believe that the cost is too much to bear if we're our authentic selves and if we risk rejection. Some people live their entire lives pretending to be someone they're not because they can't imagine you know, who they truly are. They can't imagine that that's good enough. So, and it's a heavy burden to bear. I don't know about you. I don't know if that's what's going on with you today or in your life where you are constantly having to pretend you're somebody you're not, but it wreaks havoc on your sense of self to have to pretend all of the time. Look, there's merit when somebody says you got to fake it till you make it. That is completely cool because I've done that in my own life. You got to build yourself up to position yourself in a mental state to, to be where you want to be and be who you want to be. But what I'm talking about is different. It's what you're doing is pretending for somebody else. Recently, a client and I spoke about how he had struggled all of his life to be faultless, sparing himself public disapproval. He grew up with a very militant father and a very critical but weak mother. His parents never established a sense of emotional safety for him. So he lived his life feeling anxious and uncertain and disconnected with the truth of who he was. They just never encouraged him to figure that out, let alone uh, allowed him to feel that he was safe and loved. So because of this, he overcompensated professionally. He is a very successful person in his company, and while he's an expert in his field, he still has panic attacks before every sales phone call and every board meeting. His scared child state takes over, and uh, he, until we began working together, he never knew how to calm that inner child, that part of himself, to create emotional safety and security for himself. Fortunately, over time, he has a strong desire to grow, and he's made great strides in his personal growth by learning to silence those voices that tell him he isn't good enough because they've been plaguing him for his whole life. But in order to do that, he needed to purge those parts of him that kept himself scared and uncertain. Many religions have confession practices. For some, it's talking to a priest. For others, it's giving up something they love for a period of time to show God that they are repenting and worthy of his love and grace. Uh, and for others, confession means talking directly to God, taking responsibility for their behavior, and asking for forgiveness and for a second chance. If you can't come clean in some way, if you can't shed the costume and lay down the mask that you wear to the world, and if you don't learn about who you are and develop inner strength to be who you truly are, then how are you supposed to be able to live a true and authentic life? How do you stop trying to please others and just be you without being your life's biggest gamble? For many years, I felt like a fraud in all areas of my life. Really, it, it was very, very difficult because in my 30s, most of my friends were married and started families and I wasn't. And I constantly compared myself to them. And I believe that I was inherently flawed because I wasn't moving in the same direction that they were. I believe that I wasn't good enough to have the life that they had. I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. that I couldn't do what they were doing. 
But in spite of this, I pretended that everything was amazing in my life. I hid all the sadness, the real sadness that I felt and inadequacy. Um, and I just pretended most, most of my friends weren't financially struggling as I was years ago, but I pretended that my business was amazing just so I could look like I had it together. And at the time, because my peers were married with kids and had jobs, I believed that they were living their lives honestly and authentically, and that somehow in some way they were able to avoid all of the personal and professional challenges that I was experiencing. I felt very alone. And I honestly believe that I was literally the town failure. I just felt so ashamed because I believe that the people I knew didn't have to pretend to be someone they weren't like I did. They had what I wanted and I so desperately wanted it. But I have to tell you, pretending took a toll on me. Every day I lived with the knowledge that I was faking success and happiness in my personal life, struggling from penny to penny and lonely just really lonely and it haunted me day in and day out and that demon showed up in my professional life too when I would tell a client how they can improve their life by giving them sound and effective advice advice that I wasn't putting into practice in my own life I prayed 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 that I wouldn't let them know that I was full of shit I prayed that they wouldn't find out that I was struggling just like they were and each time I prayed, I uttered words of wisdom to them. And it was good stuff, really. And it helped them because they did it. I prayed that they wouldn't find out that my life was a sham and that I was as desperate for love, financial stability, and self-confidence as they were. But one day changed all that for me. And I distinctly remember being so freaking sick and tired of living a lie and holding myself back in my own life because it didn't feel good enough. Like I said, it just felt like a failure. And I decided that the only way to change my life was to take charge of my life. And I took a big leap of faith in myself and in my dreams. And I began to invest in myself and in my future through learning through, you know, from masters of change, from enrolling in programs that would help me propel myself professionally and personally from facing my own demons head on. I was tough. And from that moment that I made that decision to live for myself, I've never looked back and I've never encountered that shame again. I stopped pretending to be somebody I wasn't. And I began to live my life for me, not for the approval of my family or friends or clients. I didn't care about that anymore. When I did that, my life seemed to fall into place but it was tough. All of my fearful buttons were pushed and I felt like I tripped up more times than I had hoped. But as fate and my own eternal drive to live authentically would have it, slowly but surely, I began to not only create a life that I loved, I turned my whole life around, but I also became the most honest version of myself that I have ever been. And I no longer felt scared of being found out and I no longer felt scared of having to do or be or have anything else that anybody else did or had. So I exercised those uh, fraudulent ghosts that had haunted me for most of my life. And I got to know who I really was 
flaws and all, and I started to actually honor myself. I learned how to accept those parts of me instead of hating them. I started to love them, even though they felt bad. I developed different and empowering beliefs that propelled me forward each and every time I listened to my intuition and my true self. So I just reinforced things within me in a very positive direction. And I began to live an honest life. And I am by no means special or unique. The reason why I'm telling you these stories is because I want you to know that if you're in a shit place in your life, I've been there. I get it. And I want you to hear that somebody real gets it and that they've overcome the things that you're struggling with. And so can you. I am the same as you. I still struggle with some of my really deep-seated demons, but I'm now better equipped to recognize them when they show up. And I know how to quiet those voices and speak with strength and certainty about who I am and what I will and won't accept in, in my life. And I do it voluntarily. I do it easily. There's no contempt when I need to assert myself because I just know what's true for me. And if somebody else can't accept it, that's not my stuff. That's theirs. So do you find that you struggle with some of the same things that I talked about? Do you feel that your emotional demons haunt you? Do you feel as though you can't escape your upbringing because the critical voices are too strong? Do you pretend to be somebody you're not? And do you wish that you could just be you without fear of rejection, criticism, shame, or fraudulence? I know what that's like. If so, then you're pretty much ready to clean up your act and live by different rules and standards that you are going to create, not anybody else. Only you know who you truly are and what you truly want out of your life. So if I can do it, like I said, you can too. And I'm going to teach you how to do that today. So you're going to learn how to practice good life hygiene. And I mean it, good life hygiene. And that involves getting clear about what motivates you to do and say the things that you do as well as consciously choosing how you want to show up every single day for yourself, not anybody else. You are going to get to know one of the most powerful forces in your life, your intention. If you're on social media, you like watching TV, listening to the radio, I bet you've heard about all those products that are out there to cleanse your system and benefit your organs, you know, uh, so that your body is going to be as healthy as possible. Juice cleanses, I don't know, lemon water cleanses, whatever all that stuff is. Well, believe it or not, there's such a thing as an intention cleanse. And I want you to know about this concept that I've developed. So when you hide your real motives and your true nature to play it safe, you're essentially keeping yourself a secret. And you're hiding and keeping those critical voices alive. You give them power. And you know what? You feel deceptive as I did. And it takes an enormous amount of energy to pretend to be somebody you're not. When we do that, we start to falter in other areas of our lives. So much so that our bodies start to absorb the wear and tear of our emotional turmoil. And our immune system starts to weaken. And we risk our personal and professional relationships when we pretend. I don't know about you, but if you're somebody who has a lot of aches and pains... Uh, but emotionally, you don't think you have anything going on. Let me just tell you, your body is the number one alert system 
that you have that will let you know what's working and what isn't. You have a crick in your neck, pain in your back. There's a, a, a book by Louise Hay, who unfortunately she just passed. Amazing, amazing woman. She's done so much for the spiritual metaphysical community. She's a book, uh, You Can Heal Your Life. And in it, in the back, she taught, she gives all of these uh, symptoms, bodily symptoms, head to toe, and tells you what emotion is behind it, what belief is behind it, and what shift in belief that you can make to rid yourself of that energy in your body. So really, your body is the number one alert system, and it does take everything on that we emotionally deny. Um, so it's, it's actually pretty cool. The degree of, whisk, of risk that we assign to being ourselves seems far more powerful, right, than the risk of pretending, doesn't it? Huh. But that's actually pretty much backwards. People find out, y'all, they, they can actually feel the difference between pure motivation and what I call a murky motivation. Because when people sense your ulterior motives, they can become turned off. Like, especially people, all of a sudden they feel like, oh, she's full of it. He's full of it. He's pretending. Uh, and your cover is going to be blown. The very thing you fear will happen. No matter how good you think you are at hiding it, there's always going to be somebody that's going to know. The risk you think is there of being yourself, it really isn't being, it's not about being rejected. It's in being found out for not being your true self. That's the difference. The risk you take is about actually being accepted for who you are, warts and all. And that scares the shit out of a lot of us. That sounds impossible, doesn't it? To be accepted just as you are. Live for approval and people disapprove. Try to control people and you lose control. Pretend to be perfect and you risk being caught by folks who will abhor and your pretense and perfection more than your imperfections themselves. It's a lose-lose situation, y'all. But you can change that. You can clean up your life, get rid of your demons, uh, and I'm going to teach you how to do what's called an intention cleanse. So if you want to get out a piece of paper and a pen, you can. You can listen to this again. There's six steps I'm going to go through. Okay, so the first step is I want you to think about a situation or an interaction. Just whatever it is. It can be, it can be any interaction that you're going to have relatively soon or in the days to come that involve other people. Maybe you're meeting somebody for lunch. Maybe you're going to work in your office, attending a party, whatever it is. We'll just call this interaction activity. We'll call it X. Okay. Step two, ask yourself the actor's question. Think about this upcoming activity, the thing you're, you're uh, going to do. So ask yourself, what is my intention and motivation for doing this? So remember when I talked to you about Aunt Polly, I had to literally become her or pretend what I thought she was or who she was. So I had to ask myself, what's my motivation in playing this character just like actors do? Take a moment to really think about it. What is your intention and motivation for doing this upcoming activity? So don't just accept the first thing that pops into your mind. Really identify why you are doing this and be brutally honest with yourself. So there might be several reasons why you're going to do what you're going to do. You want to go deep here and really get to the root of the motivation. For example, you may be going to lunch with someone because 
you want to be seen as somebody who's got it together. You dress up and you go to a fancy restaurant or you can afford this, that, and the other. But really, you really want to connect with your friend on a deeper level and feel a sense of belonging. You may go to work to earn money. And you're saying, well, Janice, we all go to work to earn money. Yes, we do. But maybe the kind of work that you do is really about proving your worth to your parents or where you're seen by others as significant because of the job title, the prestige, or the status it offers you. Maybe you're going to that party for drinks and the food, but really deep down, you really hope that you might meet somebody special. Pick the motivation that feels most true, your real core reason. Step three, see if your real intention aligns with your apparent intention. Now, now that you've identified your true intention for doing what you're going to do, see if it matches up with your initial intention. Are you making it clear? Are you hiding it from others, even from yourself? Finish the statement. Okay, I made this statement, so I want you to finish it and really don't hold back. This is just between you and you. All right, so just be real with yourself. So here's the statement. I let myself and others think the real reason I'm going to do X, remember that activity, is because, bleh, whatever it is, write that down. And then, based on what we talked about in step two, is that really in alignment with what you truly are going, why you're truly going? So if your answers aren't in alignment, that's actually a very good thing. Now it's time to get to your truth. Step four, clean up your intention with your truth. By simply stating your true intention, you started a cleansing process. That's what I was talking about, the intention cleanse. To keep the process going, consistently tell yourself the truth about why you're going, why you're doing anything about your, you know, the truth about your intentions and any deceptions you perpetrate. Your behavior won't change immediately and you'll most likely slip up and revert to old habits. And that's fine. We all do that when we're trying on something new in our lives. Just keep getting clear and clear inside by acknowledging where you are, where you're not being clear on the outside. The more transparent you are with yourself about your intentions and motivations, the cleaner your life will be. Now, I wanted to say this. You don't always have to be straight up with everybody about your intentions. As long as you're straight up with yourself, that's the energy you're going to carry. So you don't have to tell everybody why you're doing something. You have to explain anything to anybody. Just be clear with yourself. So, and, and as you start to see your inner motivations and intentions more clearly, you will truly begin relating differently to the world around you. Everybody, you'll be carrying you will not be carrying this bullshit of pretending. This leads naturally to the next step, the next part of your cleanse, which is step five. And that's letting your true intention lead the way. When you allow your true intention and motivation to lead the way, your truth becomes illuminated and everything around you becomes enlightened and lighter. I promise you this, I experienced it myself. And when I teach this to my clients, they experience it too. They can't believe how, how much better it feels to live their life this way. And as your light of truth begins to shine brighter, others really actually could be put off by this. And these people, the ones who aren't living their truth as you're starting to live, they could try to draw you back into pretending again. And you could succumb to that pressure. You really could. It could be very, very hard 
to kind of step out on your own and be one of the few people that you know that, that are living authentically. You might lean back into the murky living, or you can stay your course and either be the light that leads them into their light so that they can, ha- you know, clean up their intentions, or you might need to cut ties from those people who really can't follow your lead and try to keep you down and keep you small and keep you fake. You might need to move on. And that's part of life too, because, uh, Spirit puts people in our lives for every kind of reason imaginable, and not everybody is meant to be a permanent fixture in our life. Sometimes we have to cut out people. So it's amazing what happens when you start living your life authentically. Going back to hiding seems literally intolerable. You can't be that anymore. Step six, when you begin to accept who you truly are, you develop intolerance for anything that isn't aligned with your truth. You, it's, you can't, that you, you can't be who you were, uh, and anything that represents who you were, you, you're going to automatically reject it. You, you, it's almost like you become astute at spotting the false motivations in others because you know what it's like, you know what it looks like, you know what it smells like. It's as if you could see the old you in others. And just like our homes need deep cleanings, our teeth need regular hygiene, you know, uh, And our professional endeavors need a constant evaluation and recalibration. So do you, so do your intentions. Look on a regular basis, just do intention checks with yourself and you'll consciously and unconsciously steal yourself towards people and opportunities that support your ultimate goal and vision for your personal and professional life. How beautiful is that? This is just from what taking one action, just being honest with yourself. Why am I doing something? really, why? Am I uh, exploiting opportunity? I remember years ago, it's like, you know, I, I was friendly with somebody. I knew I, I knew I could, uh, if I formed an alliance with her, uh, she could propel me in some way. And, uh, but I, I was for the most part genuine, but that really was my authentic motivation. And I knew that. And so I was able to show up authentically with her um, and still be a nice true friend, but be very clear. Hey, I'd like to get your help with this opportunity. So you're going to find that, um, you know, your decisions become easier, your relationships become deeper and more authentic. And honestly, problem solving becomes less of a chore, more of an achievement because you don't have to worry about anything. You're like, yep, I want to do this. I can solve it in this way because this is what I ultimately want to get out of it. Every aspect of our lives requires consistent evaluation and improvement. You as a person, you've got to learn to practice regular emotional and motivational evaluation and management. We all do. So that every day of your life is filled with joy and purpose and meaning at the deepest levels possible. Look, intentions are everything. So think about your intentions for your daily life as well as the big picture of your life and and get real with yourself about who you truly want to be. I can promise you that once you step into yourself, your life is going to be richer and more abundant than you could ever imagine. Yes, relationships are going to change. People want to keep other people down in many, many circumstances. And it's just only a matter of time before you step up and shine in your life. So why not make it now? I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Intuitive Therapist Podcast, and I hope that you begin to take stock of your worth and the value that that 
who you are, who you truly are, and how living your truth, what all of that brings. It's so important. If you'd like to change your life and live more authentically, I would love to help. This is one of my favorite things to do because I've been there, done that. And I help a lot of my clients connect with that. Look, I offer a complimentary breakthrough session to those who are ready to change their lives. And I'm offering that to you today. So reach out to me either through email at Janice at JaniceRCohen.com or call my office at 404-558-3971. And if you'd like a reading around any aspect of your life, love, money, relationships, health, or business, contact me, Janice at JaniceRCohen.com. Uh, or call 404-558-3971. I'd love to give you the divine wisdom that can help you along your path. The readings are crazy amazing. Uh, and they're really helpful. Even even a 30-minute reading has changed my clients' lives. So it's my, it's my pleasure. I wish you a wonderful day, a blessed week. And as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard... The best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes.